What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today I have someone very special, Elaine Wiseman. Elaine, why are you so special? I was born that way. You were born that way. I agree. I got it from my mama. Did you got it from mm -hmm. my mama and your eight siblings? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did I get that right? Actually, nine. Is it nine? Well, yeah. I'm always surprised when you say it's that. It's a lot. But you probably told me that 20 times, at least. Yeah. Can't expect you to remember everything. <laughs> when you start getting past like five, I go, yeah. that's just a lot. Yeah, they forget about me too, so it's well, fine. <laughs> you are unforgettable. I don't know why they would forget about you. All right. Um, but you've been training with me or here for mm -hmm. 10 years. Yes. Has it been plus or has it been 10? It's been right been at 10. 10. Yeah. Um, I think I started actually coming in. Maybe About, seven or eight years ago? No, it was nine years ago. But really? I count the time before that as time as with time. the gym. Yeah. So for my pack anniversary, it should be getting up pretty soon in my mind. But I couldn't swear to you what the date is. Sadly, I couldn't tell you either. You didn't keep records back then. <laughs> I didn't. No. <laughs> I wrote a lot of things down, and most of them didn't survive. Yeah. I, I remember when I started... And, like every little um, PR was such a thrill, total thrill. And I annoyed my friends <laughs> with, I can do this now. I can do that now. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Well, and every PR is still a thrill for you because you just did, what did you just do off of your... Uh... I did my very first chin up. Yeah. And that was another thing that you've been working on for a long time. Really long time, like years. <laughs> years. But one thing that I remember specifically about you when we first started was you wanted to be able to do a push-up. Oh, that I, took a long time too. I remember that specifically. Not as long, but a long time. <laughs> well, probably a year or so. Mm -hmm, it was a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Before I had the courage to get up off my knees. I think I could have done it sooner. Oh, you just didn't have But the... I didn't have the confidence to do it. What do you think gave you the confidence to try? Seeing everybody else doing them. For that particular item, seeing everybody else doing it. Yeah. Watching social proof is very important, I think. And I think that's a lot of thing, a lot of the reason why this works. Why uh -huh. our community works so well because you can watch people around you and you can see them doing it, especially mm -hmm. when it's people like you, mm -hmm. people who are very similar demographic or close. And I think even sometimes who are people who are not even in your demographic, if you're like, hey, well, that'd be kind of cool to try, mm -hmm. then you can push yourself to do it. But I think you have a different ability to stretch yourself. Do you, do you, do you feel that? I'm very internally motivated. Mm -hmm. Was that I've something been that like you... that since a child, since my childhood. So then that's not something that you cultivated. That's something that you felt like, well, you probably did as, as a child. Why do you think that that happened as a child? Why do you think you cultivated that ability? I'm a curious person, and I like the process of continuous improvement very much. I'm just... I naturally like it. From the first time I graduated from the red reading book to the green to the yellow, I just 
get charged up about progression. I've always liked it. And it shows here, most definitely. So one of the things that we talked about the other day, kind of going along with that same internal motivation theme, we were talking about the conversation that I had with Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about how the mindset to challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. I forget exactly how you put it, but how the mindset to challenge yourself and uh, in different ways is hard. Maybe to come up with things to challenge yourself on. Remind me of what you were saying. I don't remember exactly, but it, it intrigued me a lot. I don't think I've ever demanded very much of myself. I, I progress at things, but in safe ways. Mm, there we go. So, for instance, the Tough Mudder, I completed the first Tough Mudder of my life. And up to that point, before signing up for it, my thoughts were, this is dangerous, maybe. Nobody wants me to do it that, you know, doesn't work out here at the gym. And what do I need to prove to anybody? And so I stayed away from it. And then I began to think, well, the crowd here does it. And why not? I'm probably not going to die. I haven't died in nine years. It could be fun. So I'll just do it. So I swallowed my fears. And I think that training really, um, the eight weeks of training prior to really calmed my fears. And I also trust my trainers. And my trainers believed that I could do it. And they haven't been wrong, <laughs> to my knowledge, yet. Well, so you're, you're intact, and you made it through a Tough Mudder, and you've done a chin-up, and you've done push-ups, mini push-ups. Yeah. 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 Some good deadlifting. Lots of good deadlifting. Some uh, pretty powerful get-ups. Very powerful get-ups. Mm -hmm. Got to keep those bad boys under control, though. That's right. <laughs> and remedial get-ups. <laughs> Sometimes you do need yeah, remedial get-ups. But I started with absolutely no weight at all, which I think you were being extremely cautious with me and probably justifiably so because now I see people starting at the gym haven't been here that long and they get a little weight to go to start with. So <laughs> maybe I just appeared... <laughs> very frail and well, weak in, no. at that time. To be totally honest, I was also relatively new at that exercise when I was teaching you. Oh, okay. That, I mean, I was, I've only done that exercise well, I'll say, for probably 10 years or so myself, 8 to 10 years. And it is one complicated exercise. Oh, certainly. I learn more about it even now. There's just little subtle things about it that you can make or break it with doing Most those definitely. things. Your form you has your, to be good. Take your eyes off the bell and things can go south very quick. Yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> your thumb, your thumb, My thumb is, is here to witness, although it looks completely unharmed now. Oh, so. yeah, it's totally healed up. Yeah. So let's go back to the Tough mutter. So you overcame your fear. 
where do you think the fears of, I'm assuming fear of injury, fear of, I don't know, maybe it is, is actually dying, but I'm assuming it's just fear of injury. Or is it fear of not accomplishing? Or is it fear of, like, what's the fear that you felt that was keeping you away from testing yourself? I was afraid that I would encounter obstacles that would really, really scare me. I was afraid of being afraid. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't look online ahead of time to see what they were going to be because I was afraid that that would scare me and ruin my experience. So I just made my decision to go and when they blew the whistle to go, I went and I just did each thing as it came. So that seemed to be a pretty good strategy. And there were a couple of things that scared me pretty good. The um, Matterhorn, yeah. right? Or Mother, Mount Everest. Ma Mount Everest. Mount Everest. That scared me, but I did it anyway. <laughs> I mean, I didn't succeed, but I tried really hard. Um, so that's something to work toward. Uh, but that, that one scared me. So in those moments then, so signing up was one thing. You didn't let yourself get caught up in looking to potentially psych yourself out. Right. Which is very real. Signed up and just told yourself, I'm just going to do it. I just, I got to trust myself. I got to trust I'm prepared. I got to trust that I've done what I need to do in order to make this happen. So what happened in that moment, Mount Everest, for instance, when you were contemplating whether or not to even try it, what happened to overcome that initial resistance? I think it was my commitment to doing it. And I didn't want to let myself down. I wanted to try everything within reason. And I did that. I did not try two things. And I can prepare for one of those items. I don't know that I will ever want to be shocked <laughs> into oblivion. Um, that was the other also one that fair. I didn't do. <laughs> also um, fair. I don't see how that's... That's a head game. It's a that mental one is, challenge. Yeah. 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 It's a mental challenge. I don't plan to ever be tortured. So <laughs> I don't see the point in that one. I didn't do it the first time. Yeah. I've done three. I've done three mutters now. I didn't do it the first time either. Had there been more of an opportunity to avoid the shock, I would have done it. But it was impossible not to on that last one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They there was no well. way you weren't going to. So, I knew people that got in, got shocked, got out. <laughs> so I just didn't. Didn't see the need. Fair enough. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, so you signed up, you did it. When you got there and you were confronted with a, with mental resistance to, yeah. not, to not do something or fear, you did it to prove to yourself that you could do it because you told yourself either that, that you were going to try as much as you could within reason. Uh -huh. 
And I think that goes back to a very, very important point that most people don't pay attention to when they're exercising, trying to get fit, trying to lose weight. And that is yourself proving to yourself that you're capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that that's something that you again have done a great job of doing, proving to yourself that you can do things by pushing yourself. I think you push yourself more than you give yourself credit for. I can understand what you're saying about maybe not uber challenging things such as a Tough mutter or... Well, I'm not going to run a marathon. Yeah. I don't have any interest in that. I don't know that it's healthy for me. So, you know, I'm just not going to do something big like that. I think more that I have not challenged myself in other areas of life, not necessarily physical. Because I feel like I'm in the cream of the crop, as it were, for uh, people challenging themselves physically, especially someone at my age. Many people just won't do that. They just won't. And I'm here to say that it's not so bad. <laughs> it's given me a lot of confidence. I've gotten huge benefit out of it. Um, there's the pack here. I'm a member of the pack. I'm a recognized member of this team. And I feel like it's a true team. And um, I've had a lot of mental benefits. I've made so many friends. I feel like I can walk into any gym anywhere and I understand what's, what's going on. And I can be respected for what I can do. I'm not the strongest person. I know there's tons of people stronger than me. And, uh, but that doesn't matter. I can do this stuff. And I'll work at it. I don't mind working at it. So, and I would 100% agree with everything that you're saying. And I would also say, I would state that given your age, which is... 62. <laughs> I, was gonna I know you've been afraid to say it in the past. <laughs> well... Well, the problem is I usually, I usually guess because I'm not 100% sure, but now I know. Now I can say well, it. Well, and it's so hard to tell. It is. Yes. 42. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 62-year-old, I can guarantee you you are in the top 10 percentile. If not, I guess it would be 90 percentile. I'm sorry. I'm saying yeah, that backwards. Yeah. Um, 90, if not 95 percentile. Pretty easily. Mm. 95 percentile of 62 year olds and strength. Cool. I would say so. Most definitely. Definitely in abilities, definitely in physical abilities overall. Just depends on what your definition of strength is. I feel but like I think, I'm lucky that way in some regards because well, I haven't had, I haven't had accidents. I haven't except smashing had diseases. <laughs> I haven't had any major disease. Like stuff can happen to people to prevent them from achieving physical goals. I get that. But for the run-of-the-mill person that doesn't have any of that, I don't understand why they wouldn't push themselves to stay fit. Well, it feels so good. I can be that person for a second. 
because here's what I think that person would say at 62 years old. We'll say same age. What I think that person would say is that I'm too old to start doing that. I might get injured. I might get hurt. I might break something. Um, and I'm probably not going to be able to get in that good a shape anyway because I'm too old. That would be my, if I were that person right now, that's, that's what I think they would say. And I hear people say that. I work with people that say that. And I, I tell them, well, I do what I do because I want to be able to do X, Y, Z in 10, 20, 30 years. And I'm willing to work to make that happen. I know I have to work to make it happen. And I've come this far. I mean, there was a time I couldn't lift 15 pounds over my head without having help. I guess I was pretty weak. Because <laughs> I can do a little more than that now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, if, and that, I started when I was 50 here. So, if I started at age 50, which is older than a lot of the people I'm talking to, and now I can, I can throw 40 up over my head without assistance. If I can do it, why can't they do it? They don't want to do it because it's work. Them's tough words, sister. Hey, facts is facts. <laughs> Them's tough words. Yeah, it's just easy to be easy on yourself. How do you overcome that? Where do you start? I, I agree and believe in what you have described as identity. So... I want to be this kind of person. So that means I have to do the things to achieve that. And I don't think a lot of people really consider even who they want to be. So most people get started on their health and fitness journey by what? Losing, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I want to get in shape for maybe an event, a wedding, to the beach. Well, and I think that um, the world at large gives the message that you just need to do 10,000 steps a day and you'll have perfect health. And it's such a lie. I mean, it's nice to do 10,000 steps a day, but I would rather do, I don't know, 200 carries five times, you know, <laughs> 200 feet worth of carries. Yeah. Um, I'd rather do something like that measure or, or yeah, or, or be able to do a wall sit for two minutes, things that are going to pay off in maintaining strength and power, because that's going to get me out of the chair when I'm 80. And I think that's the, like the foresight to be able to think about that, the foresight to be able to envision that and the foresight to be able to like try and do what's necessary to overcome that is uh -huh. what is missing in most people because most people think that health and fitness is just about lowering their blood sugar or just about whatever regulating their 
cholesterol or it's just about losing some weight or it's just about blah, 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 blah. All that stuff is necessary and important and should be done for those, for partly for those reasons. But if that's the only reason that you're doing it, nine times out of 10, you're going to end up, yeah, you're going to end up not following through. Mm-hmm. You'll eventually stop because it's not enough to push you forward. You have to have a vision of yourself, of what you think you're capable of, of what you want to be whenever you're 80, 90, 100 years old. We talk, I've talked about the Centenarian Olympics with you numerous times. Like, what do you want to be able to accomplish when you're 100 years old? Mm-hmm. Well, huh? I don't, I'm not going to be 100. Okay, fine. 80 years old, 90 years old. Like, whatever the year is that you would define as old and when most people are dependent, mm-hmm. what do you want to be able to accomplish? And I don't think that most people believe that that is accomplishable. How do you, how, like, how do you begin to convince somebody that it's, that you can accomplish more at 90 years old or at 80 years old? I've not been very successful. <laughs> Maybe I'm it's trying the, to get your secrets. Elaine. Maybe it's the people I'm talking to because you know how it is when you're, you're not. Are you the youngest child in your I'm family? I'm not. Well, you're an oldest male, which counts for a whole lot. I am so the oldest. That's male. good, but I'm the youngest female, so my siblings don't want to hear what I have to say. A couple of them will, um, and they're kind of following the same path. Um, they're but they're twelve years ahead of me. So they like to see what I'm doing, and they believe in what I'm doing. But the rest of them don't want to put in the work. I think they think it's a far-gone conclusion. You know, they're already past the point of no return. Um, I would love to be able to convince people that they can do it. Uh, and once in a while I have small, small successes. I've had a few people at work ask me about how to do things. And, um, I tell them what I know. I don't know how to make people want what they don't want. Well, then let's go back to challenges Mm -hmm. because I think, I think a lot, I think a big part of it honestly is showing Mm -hmm. you just said it yourself you part of the reason that you start to believe that you could do a push-up is by watching other people believe or watching other people do a Mm push-up so i believe that we're all leaders and i believe that people are watching all of us all the time and they're always looking to see looking at other people to show them guidance so one of the best ways that we can show people that we are all capable of more is by becoming more ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you say that you don't challenge yourself. You say physically that you challenge yourself, but that you don't challenge yourself enough in other ways. Right. Yes. Have you I haven't made a million dollars yet. Not yet. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm sure in your (laughs) lifetime. That's a challenge. What other challenges have you thought of? What other challenges I'm conflicted about career goals, Mm -hmm. to be honest, Mm -hmm. because that's one thing I don't see myself doing necessarily in 20 years. 
I'd like to have be my own person and do what I want to do every day because I want to do that. Right now, I'm working for the man, mm. and I, it's a nice man. I like the man, fine. Um, but, you know, I feel kind of chained to the desk. And it's, it's a nice desk, but I'd like to not have to do that. Um, but I don't know what that other would be. So that's a way that I would need to challenge myself. Mm, that's interesting. Um, so at 62 years old, you actually have a thought of potentially doing something Maybe not even not own. in the same field, but yeah. um, something different mm -hmm. that could possibly impact others in the world and my own sense of identity. You keep yeah. coming back to that. Well, that's huge. And that's where I... I really enjoyed the enjoy the one percent better concept that we have here, mm -hmm. and that drives that's a really good motivator for me. Because in the tiniest increments of improvement, you can get from, in the case of pushing weight over my head, no weight, to forty pounds either arm same thing with a, a job you know I I started in my career that I have right now with being able to do the smallest of things and and now I can organize the activities of a cancer program accreditation that's a lot of progress but it's occurred over a number of years um, so I believe that every person has a responsibility to be the best human that they can be. And so I feel very internally driven to do that. And sometimes I feel guilty because I have not done that in every area of my life. That's pretty powerful. So what you're trying to do is build an identity around and about yourself that you are and are becoming the kind of person that fulfills your fullest potential. Yes. Which, sadly, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> like according, with Jeremiah, that conversation with him we're all walking around not not really being our true selves because we haven't realized that true self yet. So another thing I was saying to you when we were having a conversation about that was that it was when I started to say yes to things that I began to make progress. So there was a time some years ago 
where I didn't have a lot of confidence. I had been a stay-at-home mom for way too long. And this is kind of a funny story that people will laugh at, but you know those um, home show parties mm-hmm. that is something women in their 30s tend to do, mm-hmm. and it's a multi-level kind of thing. Um, I said yes to doing that, and it's so funny because they always say, they'll change your life. And you go to these crazy meetings where they talk about how it changed my life. And it changed my life. It really did. Because they call them the women on the couch, you know, who don't know what to do with themselves and don't have any confidence. And I started going out there and realizing that, oh, People do like me. I can speak. I'm competent. I can do things. And once I started that, then I got the courage to do more, to say yes to more. And now I feel like I say yes to a lot of things, like the Tough Mudder and this jump rope team. And I even look for opportunities to say yes now. So saying yes is important, but it requires believing in yourself uh yes so i guess my final question would be how do you get yourself to start to say yes to more things because it sounds like years ago you made a choice i took a chance you took a chance yeah were at that point were you taking a chance because the thing sounded exciting or because you wanted to believe more in yourself or because you wanted to become something different, why were you taking that chance? I wanted to become something different in the least scary way possible. And I thought I could manage that. And I did. I managed it fine. And I got better and better at that. I wasn't a tremendous success at it. Um, but it, it did give me courage. Because over time, you realized that you were capable of doing this task and then doing, doing this task and then doing this layer of things and then doing this kind of thing. And as you accumulated those wins over time, mm-hmm. you built up the self-confidence, you built up the courage, and you built up the will to keep moving forward mm-hmm. and becoming that person. Yeah. And then I had the very good fortune to have a conversation with Trevis Jansen. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. I know. And here we are. It was great. I'm thankful every day. Well, that that was another big step now to think about it because you lived in Independence. You worked in Cincinnati. Yeah, I was driving all over the world. And we were in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. And you were basically hoping that this guy in Alexandria was going to help you get in shape. I think I got lucky there too because, you know, there are a lot of gems out there, but there are very few gems like this, in my opinion. Uh, I've known people to do the CrossFit thing, and it's like you have to be in beast mood all the time for that. And... I've been to some of the other Globo gyms before. 
I've been to a local um, club and had a couple of training sessions, but um, never, never really had anything explained to me about the why you do what you do when you do it or had anybody to um, really assess my goals or give me any ideas for goals. Um, so please don't be embarrassed. I think you guys are great trainers here. <laughs> Not embarrassed in the least. It makes, I'm glad to hear that. It, I think the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> and I've done what, what I've been able to do without injury for 10 years. And I believe that I'm going to be able to do the push-ups when I'm 90. I'm going to do it. As I, much as is I in me. I believe you will too. To make it happen, I'll do it. Yeah. Because, I you will too. and I've learned so much more than just physical fitness. It's um, about mental toughness, how to train your mind, how to be more efficient and more productive. Just so many facets of life uh, have been improved by my coming here. I should write a book. Well, <laughs> I'm grateful for having you here for 10 years. I'm grateful for looking forward to having 10, 20, or 30, or however many more years that ends up being. Um, I've told you this before, and I genuinely believe it and mean it, that you are easily top three, if not one of, if not the most inspiring person here or people that I know. Yes. Whoa. Very much so. Wow. Thank you. So your inspiration means a lot to me and it, trust me when I tell you it means a lot to everybody here. They probably don't say it to you but they all say it to me. Cool. So that's a lot of pressure. So one day I'm not going to have a tombstone but if I did we could carve a little kettlebell on it and you know <laughs> That's going to be it. Yeah. A little kettlebell. Yeah. With a little thumb smashed underneath of it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. You have any last words? What would you tell yourself 50 years ago before you walked into the gym? 50 years ago. 50 years ago? What would you, what would you tell yourself I when would be you like, were 50, Get ready because something's really good. Come, <laughs> something really good's on, on the path for you. Hmm. Something really good. Hmm. You just have to get there. So something really good is ahead of me too. I mean, why not? It could be anything. It's an adventure with you, sister. No doubt about that. Yeah. Very nice. Elaine, thank you so much. And people, until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.